What do you get when two dudes who love Jesus and our masters at going with the flow get together? You get the Flow Podcast with J-Log and Marcus, where they discuss all things faith, life, and off the wall. All right, welcome to Flow. This is, I don't really know what episode this is because we've recorded so many. So many, yeah. Um, But before we get started, uh, we got a special guest today. But before we get into that, Let's pray. Let's pray, guys. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much for your love and your mercy, God. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for the cross. And Lord, I thank you that though we don't deserve it, Father, you're with us daily. God, I ask that you bless this episode that we're about to record now, Lord, and allow it to speak to somebody's heart, Father, one of our listeners' hearts, God, that, Father, wherever they're at, Lord, they'll see that they need you. Lord, we ask that you should be with the speaker this week, Lord, and just take over their, their speech and their heart and their thoughts and... uh Lord, just allow, use them, Father, to help further your kingdom through this podcast. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. So we have a good friend of mine. Uh, his name is Kyle, uh, and he's a youth pastor over in Missouri, right? Yes, uh, that's correct. Okay. Uh, for some reason, I was thinking Kansas, and I knew that was right. That's all right. <laughs> Na- neighboring close. state, so don't worry it's about close. it. That's why I'm a youth pastor, not a geographical person. That's all right. <laughs> but um, we actually met at a conference almost two years ago, three years ago. Uh, and we only met because he wanted to feel how soft my t-shirt was. You remember that? That's true. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> so, uh, so Kyle, t- tell us kind of a little bit who you are, where you're at, uh, a little about your family and we'll go from there. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for, uh, yeah. First and foremost, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah. So my name's Kyle. I'm a youth pastor in a small town called Owensville, Missouri. Owensville. Um, Went to high school, middle school, high school in Missouri. Uh, lived in Minnesota for a while when I was really young. Um, have basically went to high school, felt the call to ministry when I was a junior in high school. Um, went to college at Southwest Baptist University. Uh, I will say this, I didn't really fit in there because I was, I was too conservative for some, but too liberal for others. <laughs> um I've done I've done student ministry now uh, in either a part time or full time sense for about ten years. Um, I've done ministry from Lake of the Ozarks all the way to small town Missouri um, to out in a town that's right outside Seattle. Mm. Um, so to now being back in uh, relatively smaller town Missouri. So. Awesome. So, a uh, little bit about us. Uh, we've known each other three years. About two, three years. About three years. Yeah. And um, he's helped me through a lot of things, and uh, <laughs> we probably call each other. Uh, we're, we're like the best worst friends. That's it. Uh, we can go from oh, like. Oh yeah. Like. <laughs> We can go months without talking with each other, and then we're like, "Oh wait, I need to call Kyle, or I need to call Marcus," and we call, and yep. like I was actually just about to call you, and it's just kind of crazy. <laughs> um, but um, how long have you been at your church that you're at now? So currently, I, I'm coming up on uh, starting year three in uh, the later part of September, early parts of October. Okay, okay, good deal. Um, have, have, has your wife had their, your baby yet? Yes. Yeah, so okay. uh, I currently, I currently <laughs> have three children. Yeah. Um, we just had, so I've got two boys. Uh, my oldest turned five in July. My youngest will be four in December. Um, or my middle child now, <laughs> I got to get used to saying that. Yeah. It's only been a um, couple months. So yeah. So my middle child, um, will be four in December. Um, 
And then we just had a baby girl in mm. the last part of March. Well, congratulations, nice. my friend. Yeah, Thank he, you. He was Thank supposed you. to be our speaker for Process Weekend okay. and then decided to get his wife pregnant and ruined that whole plan. <laughs> Uh, yeah oops oops. (laughs) come on man Uh, after well it was funny after i realized that those like the weeks kind of like were really close i was like dang it i was like babe you think you can just hold it together for like a week after like you think we can extend it maybe week you know my first thought 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 on that was was you know you could have missed the birth you know i mean that's that's always an option you know (laughs) i i thought about that but then when the whole pandemic and everything shut down i was like you know i don't know i don't i don't know if that would work or not yeah right right. my friend so now uh i know you you have kind of a similar background with me where you kind of had a hard time at a church kind of left ministry mm-hmm. for a little bit. You want to talk about that a little bit? Because I know uh, we've got, I mean, our demographic of people are from young age to old age to pastors sure. to non-pastors. So, because um, I'm kind of going through that now a little bit. Um, so I'll kind of give my input and uh, Jason. I'll so, be the innocent bystander. <laughs> so just so you know, um, <laughs> Jason, he works in the transportation business. So um, mm-hmm. he does all that stuff. So when he, when you said where you're from, he's like, oh, Owensville. I, know, I know where that's at. <laughs> Good old yeah, Owensville. awesome. So, um, so kind of go, go through that and then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I've, I've been a part of uh, a couple of different situations that have been, uh, I, w- I will say difficult, uh, more, more for, um, explaining how my attitude through those situations, mm-hmm. um, because they were, they were obvious growth. Uh, sorry about the bugs. I'm currently outside. Um, <laughs> But uh, they they were definitely times of growth that um, was very much needed in my life at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, this is all looking back at those situations and seeing that. But, um, you know, the biggest thing for me was um, in, in one of the, the most difficult situations was understanding that uh, coming into the situation, there were things that weren't clearly communicated on their end, mm-hmm. but there were also things that I did not clearly communicate either. And so because of the lack of communication, um, there was, there was some expectations, uh, on my end and on their end that neither one of us could hit, neither one of us could meet. Um, and so because of that, you know, we entered into a season of, you know, where it was like, hey, uh, there's some things we want you to do. And I'm like, hey, that's that's just not possible right now because of because of the infrastructure that that was there. And because of the time and the season that the that the church had been through, um, you know, some of those expectations weren't even feasible just because they like the numbers weren't there. Yeah. Um, and so because the numbers weren't even there, I, I couldn't even pretend to reach that because it's like, Hey, look, I can't, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't think that was from any fault of anybody. That was just the season that the church was in. Um, there was just a, Hey, we don't, we didn't, they didn't know. And so where it's like, Hey, look, the reality is, is, is the numbers aren't there where they were like, Oh, well, we didn't even know, or we didn't realize that that wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, you know, it was like, Hey, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we need to, maybe we need to, to part ways because of the lack of, like I said, lack of communication on my end. Cause there were some things I should have been more clear about of like, Hey, this is, this is a three-year process. Yeah. Um, and it's going to, it's going to take about three years for us to even get to where we can start thinking about big numbers again. Um, 
and I didn't clearly communicate that going into like the interview process or going into uh, the situation. Um, and so because of that, when it got to that point where they're like, well, you know, you have all this great plans and you've got this great system, but how come we're not seeing anything from it? And it's like, whoa, guys, like <laughs> take, take a deep breath. Like this is, this is, this is a long process. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, that's not what we expected from you. And I'm like, okay, noted. That's my fault. My bad on that. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, coming from that, there was, there was definitely some hurt because, uh, you know, the, the position we were at, we loved it. Yeah. We loved the church. We loved, you know, the, the area we lived in. Um, and then leaving that, it was, it was hard. It, it was, it was very hurtful for, you know, uh, myself and for my wife, especially, um, cause you know, it was, we loved it out here. And then, you know, answering questions of people like, well, why are you leaving? And it's like, we don't want to leave. Like we would love to stay around here, but we can't afford it. You know, yeah. we could barely afford living here with the salary that we had, but, um, <laughs> Yeah. And so because of that, there was, you know, there was a lot of hurt and a lot of anger um, coming out of that. And, you know, and at first it was easy to direct it towards, uh, you know, uh, upper leadership and and, and mentality and, um, you know, vision and focus. It was easy to to look at that and blame them. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, over time, it was it was a lot of looking at myself going, okay, Lord, I know that. Uh, I believe that you are in control and I believe that you have your hand in this. Mm -hmm. This hurts and this sucks. Um, But I know your hand is in this. I need you to show me what I, what I need to learn from this. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, did that happen at the very beginning? No, like it took, it took months of of, of going through just being angry and being okay, being angry where it's like, Lord, I'm (sighs) selfish right now. and, And I know like, I know you're going to, I know you're going to show me something, but, but I'm angry right now and I'm just, I'm just going to be angry. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I didn't, I didn't jump back into ministry because I knew there was hurt, yeah. uh, not just with me, but, but with, but with my, you know, the, my partner in life, yeah. uh, she was very angry and very hurt. And so it was like, Hey, look, ministry is not what we need to jump back into. We don't need to jump back into church life and church work again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to do construction and, you know, I worked at a grocery store for a while. I worked at, uh, barbecue restaurant for a while. I worked at a gas station for a while, um, which I grew up doing construction. You know, my dad did construction. And so that was just kind of a natural fallback. Went back yeah. to work with him. Um, but yeah, so it, it took, it took some months of chewing through and working through my own anger and my own hurt uh, before I was even in a place where I could go, okay, Lord, what do you, what did you, what am I supposed to learn from this? What was I supposed to see? in that yeah and i think even with that um not even just in church but i mean or as a pastor there's so so many churches out there that have hurt people and they step away from church altogether because they are so hurt and they don't know what to do with that and i think because as pastors and christians we understand that you know god's got a plan but maybe taking a step back is okay um but it's like you were you were saying it's so easy to blame the other person um, and it takes a while to kind of look back and say, okay, I can see where I could have done this differently or I could have done this better. Um, cause I know like for me right now, uh, you know, I don't have a job. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and Kyle knows that and he calls me very randomly at times and just to make sure I'm doing okay. And, right. um, and one thing that I've told him is, and I've told you, Jason, that, you know, if God opens a door that I can go back into ministry, I would love to. But right now, if nothing happens in the next few weeks, 
I just may have to go get a job at Target or, you know, somewhere to where I can start saving some money up and step away from ministry for a while because that mm-hmm. may be the best thing that my heart needs and my mind needs and my wife because, I mean, losing your job is very easy to go angry and be <laughs> saying blame, every, blame everybody else and like, and just, and not necessarily because they're wrong, but it's just like you're angry at the situation mm-hmm. and you just don't know how to control that anger. Right. So for, for you, Kyle, have one of the questions I was thinking about now that you're back in the ministry, looking back on the situation, and I don't know, maybe this is something that you all may have already talked about <laughs> that you could possibly look at and learn from as well, yeah. is I can, first of all, let me say I can very understandably see the frustration and anger there. Um, because we're, in, in indeed, we're, we are as humans... Our desires are a lot to meet what we like, what we want, what we mm-hmm. want to do. And for yeah. you, for you guys, you love the area, you love the church, you loved everything about it, and it was just mind blowing to you that this was probably even going on and happening. So the first reaction is, is once it goes on, is to get angry, to be be yeah. frustrated, to be mad about it, and mm-hmm. and when you stepped away from it, tell a little bit about where you were when you when you felt that urging and calling again for you to move back into it and how did God work with you yourself and your mind in the process thereof other words did you have to get rid of some obviously you would have had to got rid of some bitterness and some <laughs> some anger and some do you, do you, do you see what I'm saying no, because he, I, yeah 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 he, he's, he's still pretty bitter I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> a little no, salty I just, I just turned it I just turned it into cynicism so it's fine <laughs> <you know? laughs> um, no absolutely you know there was there was definitely a process for me um, like to, to chew through it and I, I, a lot of it was um the, the, for me, the first step was to be okay being angry. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there that to understand the hurt was real, and so it's like this is real hurt, and I just need to I just need to dwell in it for a little bit and mm-hmm. just accept it. Um, you know, it, it, it's like it's like they say the the first the first step in fixing a problem is admitting you have a problem. Right. Um, and so it was like, okay, I'm hurt, and mm-hmm. I'm angry. Yeah. And I just need to accept that right now. Um, how, for me, I don't know. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, what I was going to say is how, how did you, and this is something that I have personally found that's hard mm-hmm. as, as a Christian and as, as a man of God, knowing where my heart wants to be, mm. but being in a situation to where our, our sinful self takes over because of our thoughts mm. and our feelings at the time. Yeah. But yet you know that your heart is pure because of who you are in him. How, mm-hmm. how did you deal with that from a standpoint of, okay, I'm bitter, I'm angry, I'm mad, I've got these thoughts, but your thoughts are telling you one thing, whereas your heart's telling you possibly, an, well, should be telling you another. <laughs> how did you cope and deal with that? Because, And the reason I ask that question is, is because I, I'm sure that there's listeners out there that think, how can we live as Christians and still be mad, be upset, be ha- be angry, be this, that, or the other. So, how did you, how did you handle that? Yeah, for me, it was it was ebb and flow. Uh, you know, I, I I grew up I grew up around Truman Lake in Missouri, which you know, growing up around a lake is uh, always an interesting thing. But you know, you had and and I and I think of it like you know, people who grew up around the ocean, 
Uh, you understand high tide and low tide. You understand when, you know, currents come in and out and in and out. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, in the lake, you have that on some level as well. Um, and, you know, with that, when, when you get a boat that comes by and you get this, you know, in and out, in and out, um, it, it very much like that. that. That's how I took those seasons and took that time where it's like, okay, today I'm just, I'm angry and I'm mad and I don't like it and I hate everybody and get away from me and don't talk to me and leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but then throughout the day, uh, whether it was family members or, uh, people that I knew or people that knew me, uh, you know, there was always some, something to bring me back of, remind me of like, Hey, um, you like, man, like I'm struggling with my marriage or I'm struggling with this, like my family, like man, what do you think? Like, what's your advice on that? And my, you know, my initial response would always be, well, scripture says this. And I'm like, but, but I'm angry. Like, how can I be throwing <laughs> that out there? And right. so it would bring me back. Bring and you so, back to it. You know, yeah, it, it would be a flow, ebb and flow, where some days it was like super, like, gosh, I'm so mad and I'm so angry. And some days are like, okay, Lord, I'm hurt. Right. And, and I, you know, I, I know that I, I'm, I'm going to work through this and you're going to bring me through this but I don't see how you're going to do it. Um, and so, you know, I just took it one day at a time and that day where it's like, okay, Hey, you know what? I'm angry. Leave me alone. Don't talk to me. Um, you know, some days it would be my wife who would come at the end of the day and, and I would be angry and like snapping at my kids and frustrated with them. And she would look at me and she would go, you know, why are you so mad today? Right. And it, you know, it got to be where like the, on the good days, quote unquote, I would look at her and I would say, hey, you know, when I have bad days, I need you to check me or I need you to look at me and say, hey, go downstairs, go work out or hey, go outside, <laughs> go dig in the garden or hey, just just go away and yeah. get by yourself for a little bit and process. Right. And for me, that was that was our code to go, OK, I'm I'm lashing out on people that don't deserve it or I'm, you know, trying to work through a process mm-hmm. or. Uh, and then on the good days, she would go when I, you know, I get quiet and kind of internalize things and think about it. She would go, are you okay? And I'm just going, Hey, I'm, I'm working through something. I'll talk to you when I'm ready. Mm. Um, but I just, you know, yeah, I, I took it one day, one day at a time. Um, yeah, I think, I think one, one decision, one decision that we made coming back, um, was my wife and I made the decision of, you know, we weren't angry at God. Mm-hmm. We weren't frustrated at God. We were angry and frustrated at people. Mm-hmm. And so that was the distinction that we we had discussed at length and talked about was, okay, our anger and frustration isn't with God. Like we're we're minorly frustrated with him. Like, okay, really, dude, you're gonna you're gonna put us through this. <laughs> right. Um, right. Exactly. But, yep. <laughs> but I think we understood that that God's plan is perfect, whether we understand it or not. Right. Mm-hmm. Um people's plans are imperfect. Like mm-hmm. I screw up every day. My wife messes up every day. You know, we're, we're sinful people. And so people, because they are sinful, their plans are not God's plans. Right. Um, so, you know, some of that was, okay, we, we are going to make the decision to, we're, we're still going to go to church um, as often as we can. Yeah. There were, there are going to be, and we allowed ourselves days off where it's like, Hey, you know what? This Sunday we're not going don't feel like it we're just we're gonna go and be with our family mm-hmm. hey kids you know we're gonna we're gonna load up and we're gonna go do something else we're not we're not gonna go to church um which you know it's interesting now like i wish there was 
as many churches doing online stuff back then <laughs> as what there is now. Cause then it's like, Hey, you know what? We're going to stay home. We're going to, we're going to worship together as a family and we're going to, you know, we're going to hear a message and we're going to hear the word preached and then we're just going to stay home. You know, yeah. we don't, I would say that's well, in my time right now, that's been the best possible thing for us is the online stuff. Cause I mean, like I can't go to Parkway cause people, people know who I am. Like, mm-hmm. like so, so such a small community. So I can't go there. Right. Um, I can't go to, you know, Bloomfield, like mm-hmm. people know me. Um, and so having the online is I can still get fed, but yet mm-hmm. I'm not right. around people. <laughs> right. No, it's the online thing. I think this, you know, and it's, it's amazing how God shines through troubles, regardless of whether it's our own personal struggles and troubles that we're going through, such what you dealt with Kyle or Marcus, what you're going through, or, you know, this thing called a national pandemic, um, (laughs) you know, it's, (laughs) it's amazing to me that, that how being believers that when God's got a plan, it's going to work regardless of whether we want it to, or we don't understand why or how it's going to, Mm -hmm. he's going to make it work. And, his ultimate goal is to always have us grow close to him, have new believers be saved. And that's what we've witnessed me and my son a lot with what's going on in, in his realm of TikTok and the ministry there that, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit about Marcus. And, yep. and I mean, this, this Friday, this past Friday night, we had 15 saved. That's awesome. I, I was, I was able to talk to a young, young lady and lead her to the Lord. Tyler was able to lead three to the Lord through wow. three different conversations at the same time. and That's incredible. You know, and I, I, the reason I say that is is because, you know, it's just so encouraging to hear you. And, and, you know, one of the things that you talked about there, Kyle, was just, and this is embarrassing, but at the same time it's truth, so I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> um, I, get, I get to where I get frustrated, and I don't want to hear my wife, and mm. I don't want to mm. hear what's going on. And, like, I'm, I, like the, the, my thought process is, the last thing I need you to tell me is what you're telling me about, even though I know I need to hear right. it. So, <laughs> my wife and I are the are the opposite. So, like, I don't argue, and my wife hates that. <laughs> now, see, I'm 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 the I'm the arguer, yeah, you know, and, and it, a, mm-hmm, me too, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and it's it's one of those things to where I'm like, you know, we're just gonna go to church. No, we're not. No, we're I don't not. Wa- I don't want to go. Why don't you? Wanna I don't want to go. Well, I I don't want to go because I know he's gonna say something I need to hear. Yep. You know, so on and so forth. Um, but you know, it, it's just it's just encouraging to hear a little a little bit about what you've said so far. And it's honestly, I can tell you, it's it's resonated with me oh, yeah. personally, just from a standpoint of just some of the things you've said, such as you know, why are you lashing out? Mm. Go outside. Go do something else because mm-hmm. the people in here don't deserve it. You know, right? And that that hits home with me that you know. Yeah, and I know, like, like for me, like, I think one of the benefits of this pandemic for me has been I haven't been able to see people. Um, but mm. like, but just the other day, uh, I was in, I was at Zaxby's, and somebody I knew who I won't name names, right? I saw them in their car, and the first thing was like, okay, I'm kind of bitter. Um, you know, just brought that feeling back, mm-hmm. and it was because yep. of just. Not that I haven't dealt with my anger or anything like that, because I have, but it, like you were saying, it just resonates back, and it, you have your good days and your bad days, well, and uh, it's taking it one day at a time, and it, go ahead. No, it is, and and that's one of the things. It's kind of like with me, when I see somebody that has angered me in the past or somebody that's done something in the past, and you're like, you're over it, but the sting is still there. Yeah, and, sure. 
and you look at it and you see and you're like, yeah, God bless you, you know <laughs> that that <laughs> you know, <laughs> with, and that's about all you know to say. And so uh, it it's just encouraging to hear what you've had to say so far and um, how God's brought you into it and and how really honestly honestly and you hear a lot of people say this and I'm glad that you brought it up, Kyle, is how when something bad goes wrong in people's lives, the first thing that they usually want to do sometimes is be mad at God yeah, and be angry at God for it because obviously we assume that, well, he's, he's the creator of the earth. He's the one that's <laughs> in charge of it. He's the one that, you know, whatever. Yep. But to come to that, to be able to be humble enough to come to that acknowledgement and say, you know, it wasn't him. We're not, yeah. I'm not mad at him. You know, yeah. I shouldn't be mad at him. Maybe a little bit perturbed, right. perturbed with him. <laughs> well, and bit. I think for, for me, I just like, you know, one, one story that, that was huge throughout that time uh, was the story of Philip and the eunuch mm-hmm. where it was like hey i'm gonna bring you here for a time and then guess what you're gonna do what for a short time you know it was it was we'd have no idea how long he was walking on the road mm-hmm. but it was hey this is what you're gonna do and god goes just walk and he goes and what <laughs> just walk just walk i just want you to walk yeah you'll find out when you get there right. and when he gets there and he encounters the eunuch and then guess what god goes okay you're done i'm moving you somewhere else mm. and so throughout that time it was like Okay, that was God going. Hey, you did what you was. You did what I wanted you to do. You learned. You, you will learn what I have for you to learn. And now I'm moving you where you need to go. Yeah. Wow. When uh, when I called him the day that I got uh, let go, uh, he he shared that story, and I was like, <laughs> "That's what I needed to hear." Yeah. And uh, but it's also you know when you have your good days and your bad days, it's nice to have that person that you can call. Oh, um, by far. And, uh, you know, Kyle's been that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got, sure. you know, I mean, we have, there's nothing like having that person, you know, I've mm-hmm. got, I've got my best friend that lives up in Cleveland, Ohio. He's, it's unbelievable. He's, uh, his fire for the Lord has just grown and grown and grown. And we, and I've known him since we were three and to be able to have that person that you can just, one, that you've been through everything with, but two, that you can just let it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, mm-hmm. just let loose. But more importantly, knowing that he's not just a best friend, he's a brother in Christ. And he's going to be, regardless of what he tells you, it's going to be biblically Mm -hmm. sound. And you may not want to hear it, but (laughs) that's just what you need to hear and and accept it with love and swallow that accountability that he's throwing down your throat. And and, uh, I'm glad you two have have got that type of connection. He called me Friday just to be like, hey, you good? Like, yeah, I'm actually good today. That's good. It was, That's I awesome. mean, we were maybe talking, we talked 10 minutes and it was just, Hey, I want to check to see if you're good. That's it. Um, yep. So let's kind of switch gears. Let's, do uh, it. let's, uh, let's go. So, uh, we're in a pandemic and we've been in a pandemic since like ever. Golly. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's what it feels like. Um, it now I know your church is kind of a, on a smaller scale. Um, so mm-hmm. you probably didn't have the live streaming and all that stuff before all this. Correct. Correct. Okay. So how have you as a church and as a youth ministry, change that and how have you guys kind of ministered to your your area and your congregation man that is a good question um <laughs> so when things first popped off uh yeah i'll say it that way when things first popped off there um go. there was uh yeah basically it was a scramble it was like crap what are we gonna do mm-hmm. um we had we had bounced the idea since since i started we had bounced the ideas of getting like getting streaming and starting that up and doing all that stuff. Uh, the major issue we have had is our internet service. Mm. Um, so the max that we have had in the past was 30 megabytes upload. 
Whew. and like or down excuse me download yeah. 30 download and three upload uh which if you know anything about speeds it's terrible that's, like that's, garbage that's horrible it's it's borderline dial-up like it's it's, <laughs> uh, it's i get that jason gets that one i got that one it was it was bad it was really bad so um yeah when that's things when things it. started when things started i actually went online did a bunch of research and transitioned to kind of the the media tech pastor which you know no, i'm 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 a techie guy anyway so were you kind of forced in that and i put that in quotes no i wasn't really forced into okay. it i actually volunteered i kind of spearheaded that because okay that's good um, most stretch has been, oh, you're the youth pastor. You figure this oh, yeah, out. <laughs> you're, you're the guy under 30. You figure that out. <laughs> okay, dude. Um, <laughs> so, no, I actually, I volunteered for a lot of that. Okay. Uh, mainly awesome. because my, the student ministry stuff. So I did, I did a couple of weeks where, uh, of videoing with my students. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't, I didn't do Zoom classes. I didn't do any of that because I knew that if the kids were doing it, for school, they really wouldn't want to be hopping on and doing it for church as well. Yeah. So I would just post, you know, quick seven to 10 minute videos to YouTube and then share that to our social media pages. Um, but when I was getting like three views per video, I was like, it's not really worth my time to do this <laughs> really right working. now. <laughs> no, uh, right. you know, and on before, before things shut down, we were averaging about 50 students on a Wednesday. Um, middle, middle and high school combined. So it was, yeah, it was like, it's not worth my time to do this right now. Yeah. So I, I focused a lot on that with our church. Mm-hmm. Um, but I bought a brand new system. Uh, we actually did sling studio and okay. I bought a new camera, uh, spent some money on it to like, Hey, you know, cause the church agreed, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. Um, yep. so we did that, but because of our internet connection, we couldn't use it. Still haven't been able to use it. Oh, our man. city, our, our, our town has just now uh, gotten fiber. And so um, this week, I think they're, they're transitioning things to fiber for the church. Uh, Tuesday, they're coming to my house to do it, which I'm so excited about. <laughs> um, we have, uh, so we have AT&T at our, in Bardstown, but the street, so where Woodlawn is, mm-hmm. the church has it. And where Nelson County has it, but anywhere between that where I live doesn't have it. Doesn't. <laughs> and it's like, come on. Yeah. So you got I was talking to the. Yeah. I was talking to. I was talking to the lady uh, for our internet service and uh, for the local office, and I said, "Yeah." She's like, "She's like, oh, she's like, is it? You know, are they opening it up in your area?" I said, "Yeah." It's like I got the letter, and she goes, "Man," she goes, "I w- I live two streets down from you. I really wish we'd get it already." I go. Yeah, that's kind of terrible answering calls all day about, <laughs> sure, we'll get you switched over, but you can't get it at your house. Yeah, that's terrible. That is terrible. Yeah. So, so we've, we, well, with, so what we've been doing on Sunday mornings uh, and even on Wednesday nights, we were doing just hooking our phone up to a tripod and streaming from our phone, my phone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was so. doing with my, well, I, w- I would pre record mine just because mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, at first we didn't have the internet capability and all that stuff. And, uh, so yeah, I didn't use my phone. It's a, it's a crazy time, but, um, what, through this whole thing, what kind of has your church learned and are you planning? I mean, obviously you're probably, are you guys meeting back in person yet? So we started, we started meeting in person mother's day. Okay. Oh, wow. That's pretty awesome. Wow. Um, yeah, basically, basically as soon as our health department was like, 
eh, we're going to lift the restrictions of number of people. We were like, let's go. Let's go. Um, so now that you kind of have seen what you were doing, what you're doing now, kind of speaking future, what are you guys kind of looking at doing maybe the same, differently, maybe tweaking, um, things like that? Or so, are, you, are you even thinking future? <laughs> <laughs> Um, on a on a church level, uh, we we've we've had a lot of different discussions about what to do differently, uh, what things we would like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest struggle and transition for us would be our church members going on board with it. Mm-hmm. Um, we we have we have a majority older congregation, um, and so you know they they like Sunday morning church, they like Wednesday night church, they like. Uh, I think a lot of them have seen the benefit for streaming yeah where when we were shut down they were still able to worship and you know we had close to 200 something people logging in and watching our our facebook live during you know when everything was shut down yeah um so i think i think a lot of people have seen the benefits for that uh but since since we've been meeting in person um we've been uh, so we, we typically average between 275 and 325 on a Sunday morning okay. uh, between two services. And we're, I think we're running right around 220 to 250 um, wow. between the two services. And we're still getting about 20 to 30 people logging in through our Facebook Live. Okay. Mm. Um, so, you know, on a church-wide, like I said, we've discussed multiple different things. For a student ministry uh, perspective, I am going to gear things to be uh, basically where we can have. Uh, if things were to shut down again, all of all of our students would be part of small groups. Mm-hmm. Um, but work that within a Wednesday night to have everybody meet like regular and do things like regular. Uh, but if we get to shut down, where I can post a video and then have their small group leaders log in and watch the video with their small group and then have discussion and hang out and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. So what have you been learning since like now that we have the pandemic and your family, how have you guys kind of been working through that learning from God, things like that? Oh man. Uh, the biggest thing is patience, you know? <laughs> um, and, and I say that, I say that not, not, you know, not patience with each other. Yeah. Um, but I think patience with people, mm-hmm. uh, on a level where it's like, and, and, you know, granted, and this may just be us, but our family, you know, my wife and I, we're very much like, we're not afraid of anything, whether it's the virus, whether it's protests, whether it's, uh, you know, I have no fear of dying maybe, mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, my wife and I, we talked a lot about that and, and some of that on, on one level where it's like, if, if we are supposed to believe that heaven is better as scripture says, Mm -hmm. where, where the Lord is, is better than here. Should we not embrace and welcome death? Mm -hmm. If, if it were to be about, you know, if, if it were to come about, should we not welcome death with open arms because where we're going is better than where we're at. (laughs) That's good. And, and so, you know, patience with, with people with the fear factor where they're like, well, but like, I'm so afraid of dying. And it's like, why? Like Jesus promises. <laughs> you know Jesus. <laughs> well, you know, that, that's one level where it's like, okay, you don't, you don't know Jesus. And so I understand your concern and your fear, but 
you claim to be a believer. You mm-hmm. claim to know Jesus, and yet you have this fear of dying. Like, yeah. okay, like, we need to get together once a week and, like, discuss, like, what heaven is going to be like and mm-hmm. the promises that Jesus give us. Because if, if you believe those promises, why are you afraid to die? Like, Lord, like, right, right. now, like, let's go. Like, that, what are we waiting on? That was one of my—that's always been one of my biggest things, except here of late. And when I say here of late, I'm probably saying within the past probably two months or so— since this pandemic is, you know, I, I know I'm saved. I know I'm going to heaven. I knew all my kids were saved and so on and so forth. But the fear of dying and not being able to be with them here was always something that overrode my, my thought process. And then mm, sure. the past couple of months of going through this pandemic and then God really speaking to me on where I'm at right now with what he's wanting me to do through preaching and the things that, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> that I'm doing right now, it's just resonated in my heart that, you know, I, I've got a calmness about dying, yeah. and I've got a calmness about knowing that, yeah, I won't be here, and yeah, I won't get to see my children here, but at the end of the day, you know what? I know if I go before them or vice versa, whatever the good Lord decides to do, I'm at peace with that. And it's it's, it's kind of sure. cool that you started talking about that because I, that's something I had struggled with for so, so long. And now, now honestly, I'm at peace with it, man. I'm like... Yeah. You know, the more I the more I look out and see what's happening in the world, I'm like, man, just come on back, do something, take me, come back, <laughs> what, what, whatever, man, let's hook up. So exactly, yeah. All right, so we'll do another another switch, and we'll kind of end on this note. So you you've been a youth pastor in some capacity in youth ministry for tenish years. Um, what is one story that you can share that you you just look back and just kind of either laugh at or just think, man, I was an idiot. Oh man, there's so many. <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Okay, so this story. Um, oh my gosh, I don't even know. Like I said, there's so many of them. Um, so this, so this, this is a story. Uh, I actually wasn't a youth pastor. I was still a student. Um, no. Well, I guess, yeah, sure. I was a, a helper. Uh, I was a freshman in college helping, went back to the church that I had been a part of, uh, helped them on a trip to St. Louis, actually. And it was January. And so this kid, he was, I think, I don't know, seventh, eighth grade. We were messing around in the parking lot of this fast food station, this fast food place. And the the ledge there was a ledge and then it dropped off there was about an eight foot drop to the other parking lot (laughs) this doesn't sound good (laughs) no i kind of think where this is going yeah so of course snow everywhere and i had a snowball and i told this kid i go dude i was like bet you i was like bet you can't catch the snowball in your mouth and he goes oh yeah bet and so i throw one and I throw it over his head. And he's like, dude, he goes, that's too tall. I go, oh, okay, sorry, dude. So I throw another one. I throw it just high enough where he can't reach it. But he jumps backwards. Mm. And he catches mm. it. But then when he lands, he lands right where that ledge is. And he falls back. <laughs> falls on this car. Oh. Breaks his arm. And <laughs> mm. I'm going... I can't like he's dead. He's like, dead. I, he's I, gone. I'm fired. Like, nope, leave him. <laughs> leave him and just go. Like, just say nothing. 
like he's dead like he's dead and he's just laying on that car going uh, and I'm like, I'm like, gosh dang it! I was like, man, no. I am, I am actually sitting here picturing and thinking about action movies, to where you see people fall and they land on the hoods of cars, the yeah. car dents in, the windows blow out. Yeah, the, the, well, the beautiful thing is, like, nothing happened to the car. <laughs> there was no, there was no damage to the car. And I'm going, how to, of course, I mean, this kid really wasn't that big. Like, he was, he was kind of a small kid. Was he like 90 pounds wet? Oh uh, yeah, oh easily. <laughs> But was crazy because when I threw it, I was like, okay, like he'll jump up and like it'll hit him in the forehead type of thing. Like, yeah. yeah. But he jumped up and he jumped backwards, backwards. and then he was there and then he was gone. Right. And it was it was literally like the movies and the cartoons where it's like, and I'm like, uh, what happened to him? Okay. So question for that is, and I'm just sitting here thinking, did the snowball stay in his mouth when he hit the car? No, well, I mean, there was <laughs> snow in his mouth as part of the reason why he was like. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, his mouth better. was full of snow. Yeah, the youth pastor at the time comes out and he goes, "How did this happen?" I go, "He fell." <laughs> I don't know. It just happened so fast. Just happened. The good thing was, is the kid was so incoherent he didn't actually tell on me, which you know was was yeah awesome. But my, uh, I'll share this one because I've got many too. I'll share this one with you. Uh, when I was my first youth pastor, uh, first job ever. Uh, it was Christmas, and I did a sermon series on the myths of Christmas. Well, my second week, our third week was, well, that Santa is not real. And uh, mm. I had a sixth-grade girl who still believed in Santa and went home and told her mom. And that was not a conversation I'd like to have. Um, and, my, <laughs> and my senior pastor at the time, uh, who was actually just the interim, was like, uh, he, I mean, he was kind of on my side, but like, yeah, he probably shouldn't have done that. So from now, <laughs> since then, I've never done a Myths of Christmas sermon series. <laughs> mm, save that for the high school kids. Exactly. So, so, so when I, so that speaking of that, I, I, whenever the sixth graders transition into youth, um, which for the church that I'm at here is the first, first week of September is when they transition in. Uh, I tell them up front, guys. Welcome, welcome to the student ministries, guys. I'm so excited you're here. Glad to be a part. Uh, there are a couple of things you need to know. Uh, I don't care about your feelings. Number one. <laughs> number two, um, we talk about sex and drugs and all that stuff. And number three, Santa's not real. Tooth Fairy's <laughs> not real. Easter Bunny's not real. Just I just laid out there, and I had a I had a parent go, well, what happens if you encounter a kid that like still believes I go they're sixth grade it's time for them to grow up <laughs> that's exactly what I thought yeah. I was like what sixth grader doesn't know that Santa's still not real that's and, tough I mean, and my thing my thing as a parent thing. my thing as a parent where you know because we, we we we've done the Santa thing with our kids just for the fun of it you know yeah, whatever yeah. but when when my my oldest son is going well that that I got that from Santa and I'm like no buddy mommy and daddy got that he was angry at me, fighting me, going, no, Santa gave me that. And I was like, all right, done with this Santa nonsense. Yeah. Like, everything was got from mommy and daddy got you that. Like, yeah. I like I don't care about the fun. Like, whatever, you want to have fun, blah, 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 blah. I no, just, I bought you that. Like, I, just, like, I couldn't don't, believe don't how, be thanking Santa. Like, I couldn't believe how angry this mom was, like, that I ruined Christmas for her. Mm. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, but he's 15. Yeah, yeah like, like come on sixth grade how long do you think you're gonna be able to do this so that's tough um so we're going to switch to our last thing um we actually uh kyle we surprised you we're gonna surprise you with this we uh 
every week we always have questions from our fans on social media and we actually have yep. a question for you uh so Wonderful. we're gonna we're gonna go into that all right uh, so go ahead all right so the question is from miss emily and i hope i pronounce your last name sweetheart right jorea you know this person tyler no don't have a clue all right emily <laughs> jo- t mizzle good job t mizzle uh emily jorea and her question for you mr kyle is is how did you know that it that what you're doing is what you were called to do how did mm. how did you realize that man that is a good question um so for me personally on a personal note uh i i fully believe that within the giftings that god gives you mm-hmm. um there there are multiple I, i'll say it this way uh and this is on a personal note uh i don't i think i think i would have been fine doing something else um I think I think it was at the point that when I was so like I love doing construction um, and to be I like I was at one time planning to do a food truck because I love cooking uh, and I love feeding people. And um, there's something to it when you when you cook something and you give it to them and you get this like, oh, my gosh, that's so, so good. good. Yep. Yeah. yeah, there's 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 a level of satisfaction that comes from that. Um and so I could, I could easily do that. Like if, if someone were to drop off a food truck at my house, hand me the keys and say, Hey, this is yours. Uh, I'd say, okay, cool. So I'm going to do a food truck now. And God, you're going to do that through whatever it is you're going to do with it. Um, I think whatever giftings you have, if you, if you use them for the Lord, uh, he, he's going to bring you exactly where you need to be. Um, where whatever that whatever that looks like um i mean heck just just because i i'm currently at a church doing church you know working for a church and doing ministry uh in quotations uh that doesn't mean that just because you work in uh some business or you work in transportation or you you are a teacher or you know you're a garbage guy or a girl whatever (laughs) <laughs> um, it doesn't mean that you're not going to use your gifts uh, in in some form or fashion. Uh, so I think I think for me that was the biggest thing where it was okay, Lord, what am I gifted in? And okay, I'm I'm gifted in communication. I'm gifted in connecting with people. Uh, I'm gifted in. Uh, I have a passion for middle school and high school students um i have a passion for teaching scripture um i have a passion for uh helping people um okay lord where do you want me in that do you want me like teaching somewhere do you want me you know within middle secondary education whether that's being a teacher or being a a bible teacher in some school uh, is that, you know, do you want me to be a, a psychologist, a psychiatrist is, you know, within that, that realm in that world, uh, and just kind of, you know, not being afraid to go, okay, cool, Lord, I'm going to try this opportunity and see where my gifts and where my passions fit within that. Um, mm-hmm. but then being able to go, okay, that worked for a season. 
okay, Lord, where, 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 where are my passions at now? What are my giftings at right now? Um, so yeah, I think, I think if you, if you focus on using your passions and your gifts for the Lord, uh, he, he's going to bring you and place you exactly where he needs you to be. Amen. That's awesome. I agree with that, man. That's, you know, it's funny sitting here talking to you cause I feel like I've met you and already know you <laughs> <laughs> and stuff, man. It's been a blessing to have you on. Uh, we appreciate you, uh, getting on with us today and, to learn a little bit more about you, what God's done in your life. And, and I just know that it's going to inspire our listeners to understand that, you know, God's going to bring you through different seasons of your life and not all of them are going to be, and it's not a matter of if they're, you know, they're not going to be right all the time. Yeah, It's a matter of staying steadfast and, and knowing that he's got a plan for you and work through those anger issues that you might have at the present moment about whatever it may be. Uh, but just trust and believe. And know that it's okay to be mad. Yep. So, well, Kyle, we, we appreciate you. Uh, uh, we kind of did this last minute, but I'm glad you were you were available. Definitely. Um, a, a well, little, absolutely. A little you more. Guys, you guys, you guys saved me from having to weed eat mow my yard as soon as when I was <laughs> oh, going to. <laughs> darn! I'm so sorry. Um, we'll end with the the story of how we actually met in a yeah. little more in depth. So. We were at a conference. That mm-hmm. was the uh, National Youth Workers Convention Conference. Right. Uh, it was in St. Louis, Missouri, so it was right down where, where he's from. Right from him. Uh, we were at the first breakout. Um, I forget what they called it, but it was it was it was it was Katie Edwards. Katie was Edwards doing something uh, about volunteers. Yes, how to re- uh, train, re- recruit, and all mm-hmm. that stuff with volunteers and what they do to to keep them. And um, he's probably two or three rows behind me. We go, we get, it was like a three hour thing because we paid extra for this breakout because yep. it was an extra one. Um, and uh, it was, wasn't very big, so that's why it was a little extra. Um, but uh, we, we get a little break and I stand up, and first thing he says is, Hey, dude, I got a really random question. Can I no, I said, I said, I said, dude, I got a really weird question. Yes. I was like, But can I feel your shirt? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And, and your thought was, Sure. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was like, yeah. And then uh, we started talking and uh, that whole weekend, I mean, it was a four or five day conference. Right. Um, I mean, we pretty much hung out every day, hung mm-hmm. out. And then after that, we became friends and call each other every, almost almost periodically. And uh, it's been at great. least at least at least once a month. I think we've called each other. At least at, yeah. At least month. once a month. Mostly more, <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's been a That's few awesome. times where it's like, man, I haven't called Kyle in a while, or it's like, you know, man, it's, it's been like three weeks. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Is he still alive? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it's it's been really since well, so two two weeks ago, I called mm-hmm. you because I got I got laid, laid off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got to be careful how I how I word that. But uh, before that, we you know. You know, I didn't obviously didn't know that he had his baby, which in my mind was like kind of a stupid question because, yeah, she was due in April. Of course, I, <laughs> she, had, she had her. But, um, but Kyle, we appreciate you. Um, and uh, for those of you listening, uh, we hope you continue to go with the flow. That's it. I've been Marcus. I'm J Log. Kyle, say bye. See you guys later. Thanks for having me. Mm. Peace out. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out flowpodcast.org to send in your questions or topics and get your official flow merch. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok to get your faith life and off-the-wall fix during the week. Till next time, and remember to go with the flow.